This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to another episode of the No Ceilings Podcast. I'm Tyler Mike. I've joined, as always, by Tyler Rucker. Rucker, how are we doing? We're live. We're doing great. It's going to get weird. I'm I'm really excited for this episode because it's been a minute since we've did we've done a, a mock draft, mm-hmm. peer review, Metcast. I'm, I miss these. These are chaotic. It gives a chance for me and you to kind of voice our own opinion. Um, so, yeah really really excited what a day what what a time how are you doing sir congratulations to the michigan wolverines and metcalf go blue what a time what a time what a time to be alive oh my god go blue national champions oh best team in the country don't give me this georgia bullcrap they would have big boyed them just like they did alabama they would have broken kirby smart like just like they broke nick saban okay and Michael okay wait, i gotta slow you down Let's because go. you were on a real heater before we hit record <laughs> yeah, like, whoa, 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 whoa. okay so we gotta stop okay, okay. but it was great congratulations it's incredible it's absolutely incredible <laughs> uh on cloud nine jim harbaugh can do whatever he wants any of these michigan players go declare go be great in the nfl love you all just absolutely incredible team, incredible season. But that's not what the people are here for. Like you said, it's mock draft time. A uh, bit of housekeeping at the front uh, before we get into our mock draft peer review. And then we're going to update the stock game as well uh, because Corey did publish the updated kind of consensus community rankings um, last week. So we're going to update our portfolios at the end of the show. Um, also, Jordan Hawkins, we got full slate today. So we're pushing that to next week. Sorry, we'll get to it. Um, but bit bit of housekeeping at the front uh, playoffs for the NFL, NCAA basketball's heating up, NBA regular seasons heating up. Best place to go enjoy that. Underdog Fantasy uh, partners they partnered with us this year. They've been awesome. Uh, I've had a ton of fun, uh, kind of experimenting with their drafts, their pickums. Head over to Underdog Fantasy. Use our link either in the description or our promo code No Ceilings to enjoy a hundred uh, percent deposit match um, and all of their various offerings. They got a ton of specials going on across basically every sport. Um, this week, I went lower on Tua Tungavailoa's uh, p- passing yards at two thirty eight point five. I think weather's going to be a big issue. Yeah, weather's going to be fun there. Um, Kind of uh, along those same lines, I went Isaiah Pacheco, uh, higher 0.5 rushing or receiving touchdowns. And then I went higher on Puka Nakua with six receptions. So head over to Underdog Fantasy, support friends of the uh, show, support our partners. They're great people over there. Also, we got a ton going on at No Ceilings this week. Um, Shout out to Evan, who put up an awesome piece on Adama Alpha Ball. Um, I think that was Thursday it went up. I will have a... Uh, piece on a Dembona kind of detailing 
that brutal situation, uh, the spot he's been put in and why you should still believe um, despite the season that's going on. And most importantly, what inspired the theme for this episode, we have our second mock draft over at NoCeilingsNBA.com. Go check that out. And No Ceilings Plus subscribers get access to the video um, of us kind of debating and uh, you get to see the whole process, the, the debates, the different names that come up for each pick. It gets heated. It's contentious. There are a ton of names. This year is a mess. I think that's it. A mess. It, the mock draft was, it usually takes us an average about five minutes per pick, maybe 10 minutes on a heated debate. I think the first pick for our second mock minutes. draft was 15 to 20 minutes. So it was fun. Um, but yeah, th- I, I'm excited for this one. We had some crazy names show up. It was, it's everything we thought it was going to be this year, Metcalf. It, we thought this was going to be a crazy year. It's proving to be that. It's going to only get crazier. There's a lot of names that are not cementing themselves or separating themselves and making this easier for us. So I, I love it. I think this is a fantastic it's year so because fun. it's it's so much fun. It's and, it's great. And, and it, people get so mad, and I love it. Oh, it's, I love it. We've had some very best. angry people, and I'm like, hey, you know, bring that heat over here. We're yeah. welcome it. Absolutely. And if you're good, if you're really going to go out on a limb and stick to your guns on a guy, this is the year to do it. Yeah, this is Leave the year to do evaluation. It. You know, I, I'm in favor of hearing any name at number one as long as you have an argument for it, and you know, kind of show that you did the work and show that you watch the guys and um, have an informed Amen. opinion more than happy to hear it i'm never going to shoot you down with it with all of that said rucker should we get into the chaos yes we should so what are we doing we for everyone that hasn't heard peer review before me and you both make a mock draft and we both break it down so do you want to go do you want to go pick by pick you want to go five at a time three at a time what do we do it's been a minute i feel feel like it's you know rose from titanic in 84 years like what do we do do we go five at a time or one Um, Let's go three at a time. Let's we'll go three, three at a time. time. Three at a time. Three, three at a time. time. Okay. Uh, so I, I I built mine off of the Tankathon standings from okay. Thursday morning. So if things shift overnight or through by the weekend or whenever you listen to this, not my fault. Yeah, please, um, if that happens, submit your complaints to <laughs> T. Metcalf. Yeah, no, 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 no. All right, let, let's hear it. Where'd you, okay. let's, let's run through this. This is going to be fun. Plenty of comments are going to be positive. I already know it. Yeah. Shout out to the YouTube channel. All good things. All good things. All good things. Um, so with the first pick, Detroit Pistons, I had them, I, I had them taking Zachary Risa Uh Second overall pick, the Washington Wizards, Alexander Saar. And third, San Antonio Spurs, Cody Williams. Okay. I love your sticking with your guns with Risa He got some love in the debate for the no ceilings one. Um, I went the same three or no, not the same three names. I went Alexander Saar, number one to the Pistons stayed there. I'm boring. boring. Just like vanilla ice cream. It works. The wizards at two. Yes, it does. I took Nikola Topic, give him and Koulibaly a little bit of, you know, some fun stuff. And then three to the San Antonio Spurs. I did Zachary Richache, which would probably be my favorite pick in the top three. I would, I'd love, I'd love that fit. <laughs> um, too. I, all right, we're going to spend probably the bulk of the time on these three picks. Yeah, right. Um, did you go chalk with what we have? Did I? Oh I don't God. know. I, I didn't, didn't look. Didn't I'm going to let everybody know. I have. I'm all of my energy is going into this pod uh, right now. Wait, it's, no? I've been a zombie. I don't know. Internet's not working. So hot start. Yeah. Who cares? Um, all right. It doesn't <laughs> matter. This we're we're not even looking at the ones. I might have gone chalk. I think you did. 
but it was different order because Topic went two to the to Spurs. Spurs. Yes. All okay. Right. So I went okay. Let's let, let's talk about yeah. let's talk about sorry to the Pistons. Um, do we have to? <laughs> yeah, I know we've done it before, but why? How does it make sense? We brought it up on the mock draft video. So we should talk about it now because it was part of my favorite debate of any mock draft video we've ever done as a no ceilings team. We said, why we said, are we too nervous for, for someone to take a leap on nominating another name that we're just like, Hey, sorry. We were like, cause we brought up Reese Shea. We brought up uh toe pitch. Corey brought up Reed Shepard, which we all started laughing. And I said, I needed a glass of scotch at 9am. <laughs> and, um, Everyone had their guy. And then I said, why is it Cody Williams in the conversation? So it just quickly got into a, there's a lot of names that we can be bringing up. I don't know if SARS, the perfect. It's, it's SAR. Corey brought up a good point when we had it. He said, this is the draft where I feel like teams are going to be trying to draft for fit more than ever. Yeah. Not just BPA. You're going to go get whoever fits. And it's always a dangerous ta- ta- time when you are saying, well, we're going to go draft for fit or draft for need. What do you think? I, I don't well, know if I it's mean, the best the, fit. They already have Bagley on the roster. So, and that that's hyperbolic, easy, obviously. Easy. That's hyperbolic. The um, problem is, is I really like SARS defense. Yes. The offense still makes me nervous. I, I it's I keep going back to the Ignite showcase and I'm like, well, that was a really fun showing and he was all over the place, but I haven't seen that in the NBL, which was expected because it's a different world there. But I don't know. I, I think it's a tough spot if you're Detroit and everyone's going to say, well, they could just trade back and it's, well, who wants to trade up? Unless you're a team that's just like, we have our guy. We don't care about taking him at one. I don't know. What about you? Yeah, so I my my big issues and kind of concerns with Sar, especially to the, I'll I'll just say overall with Sar, and I okay, have him okay. at three, so I'm not out mm-hmm. on him by any means, I'm just concerned. Um, the rebounding numbers are really bad for someone who's athletic as he is and as big as he is, and um, seven one right. athletic seven one with good movement. I agree. The rebounding and- numbers be much better, and they're not, and what kind of goes along with that and that lack of physicality, that lack of strength, um, the free throw numbers are also super low. His entire offense is perimeter based and he doesn't get to the line. He doesn't initiate contact. He isn't really a presence around the rim on either end of the floor, except for the shot blocking. I love the defensive versatility. He has a ton of defensive upside, uh, the highlights on offense with the shot, um, with the, the pick and pop stuff, uh, the, you know, attacking mid range, spinning back across his momentum and hitting a fadeaway pull up. It's, gorgeous the upside with him is astronomical um but all the numbers are down across the board and when you watch it um it kind of matches the he he doesn't crash the glass he doesn't attack the rim he doesn't score in the post he doesn't he really doesn't rim run um so when you're that big and that athletic i want to see some of those simplified stuff how do you get your easy buckets and right now it's just the pick and pop really and the percentages continue to drop by the week. So I, I just don't think he's as sure of a thing as a lot of people have kind of pitched him as, and especially on the the Pistons where they don't have shooting. Um, and I, I'm not 
entirely sold that Sar is going to be a high 30% shooter. I think he could be. I'm, I'm not ruling it out, but I'm not totally convinced. And then does he get minutes over Duran? Does he play alongside Duran? Does he get minutes over Isaiah Stewart? They love Isaiah Stewart there. So it, it it's just tough. I, I really, really, really don't like the fit um, is my biggest thing. Uh, because I, I still have him going too, and I think he, I think the Wizards would jump all over getting him at two. I did too. I, I like him going to the Wizards because I think that's your swing where you're like, okay, we have Sar down there that just needs playing time. We have Koulibaly to keep rolling with. Like, that's a great fit. If Detroit got one, it wouldn't be popular, but I would be like, they need to take Jacoby or Reese Duchesne, or if Cody Williams starts to get cooking again, those are three names I would be like, those fit. Those make way more sense to me. Yeah. That, um, and so because, the, go ahead. No, just the the names I was going between were Risa Shea and Jacoby. Yeah. Because they have that shooting. I think they, they're complementary pieces. And I know that's not super exciting to take a complementary piece at number one, but I think they're complementary pieces that still have a ton of upside. So and those were kind of the two names that I was leaning towards. And Jacoby, like I, as much as I like him and I know you like him, I would be nervous about taking him at one, but it's a better fit for what they need. That's all I'm saying. Like I would rather get Jacoby around four five, six, if I could in this draft, but Detroit Jacoby is, has what they need. Like he, he can space the floor. He can shoot it. Um, he plays a position. They need someone to step up. Risha Shea, I, I still believe is trending towards being one of the higher floor guys in this class because of great size outside shooting and his numbers are freakish. So we're all going to be like, okay, is this going to really hold up throughout the year? Just like Reed Shepard. But I'd still would feel good about that pick. If they took him, I'd be like, I get it. It makes sense. So, okay. Um, real quick, Topich. I have him lower, obviously, because I didn't read his name off yet. That's how lists work. Um, I'm I'm struggling with them. I'm really, I, really struggling. I am making all of our scouting, mid-season scouting videos as we speak. There's a spoiler alert for all the fans. Thank you guys. You're going to love them. They're, they're, Corey did a great job on the graphic template. I'm on Topich's right now. Um, I just need the little one to sleep a little bit more, and then I'm going to hammer out about five in a row. So just give me a sec. But I get it, Metcalf. I, I, I'm starting to see it a little bit. Um, I'm not number one toe pitch, but I get it. It's just the only thing I'm still, he dribbles the ball a ton, but he's Constantly. really, he's really good at finding lanes, getting to the windows. Like he he's, he's got some stuff. I, I get it. And I love doing those video breakdowns. I've said this before. I love them so much because you get to kind of see everyone's highs and lows and measure them when you're seeing a huge slate of it. And so far, I've liked what I've seen from Topich. The outside shot's still going to worry me, but um, I had him go to the Wizards. I, I I think I like that fit. I understand they could go in a number of different directions, but you know, I, I get the potential. I understand why people are, are wanting to swing. I would still like to see some different stuff, and the Red Star injury was just the worst timing ever, but we'll wait and see what happens. Yes, and I, I thought about him at two here, but I thought Sar, if Sar was on the board, that makes way more sense, and I have a lot fewer concerns about Sar than Topic. Um, I now so I with Mega Topic's rim pressure, his at rim finishing, the playmaking was all 
outlandish. It was absurd. And it was so much fun and produced insane numbers. Um, the outside shot numbers got worse as the season went on. Form is kind of funky. Absolutely no mid-range game. And then the defense was non-existent. Moves to Red Star for, I think he only got three games before he got hurt. Yeah. Incredibly sucks. Um, <laughs> because he left me with so many more questions than answers there. And I came away from those three games feeling way worse. And the big caveat I have to put on this is that he's, I think the youngest player in this draft moving up to the second best league in the world in the middle of the season. So that's a lot to ask from a really young player at the point guard position. So I want I was expecting it to take a long time for him to really find his groove and, you know, hopefully kind of acclimate to that environment. But those three games are rough. He did not look good at all. Some of the playmaking was still there. Uh, some of the flashes. Um, I think he had one game with like eight assists and like one or two turnovers. So the the, the playmaking kind of translated pretty seamlessly, but he couldn't turn the corner on guys. Um, he was consistently getting walled up on drives. He was consistently getting bumped outside the lane and having to take these wild flip shots. Uh, the shot still isn't there. The defense was non-existent again. Um, so that if, if he can't get to the rim, what is he doing on offense? Because he's not shooting. He's not pulling up. He doesn't really take floaters. I know the ball movement is there. The passing is there, but he also dribbles the air out of the ball a lot of the time. So if he can't consistently get into the lane and get to the rim, what is his threat on the offensive end? No, I get it. I understand. I, he he. If he had this advanced, just really consistent, float game, get into the rim, like without the athleticism. Cause I, I think you pointed out once to me, you were like, he's got one dunk or something. Zero dunks, zero dunks. Sorry. Just trying to give him a little credit, but if he had all this whole bag of, you know, tricks around the basket and he shows some of it, it's just, I need more consistency. Um, I'd feel better, but I, I think that can come around. We'll wait and see. Um, it's it's a really cool thing, and, and that's why it's such a bummer that he got hurt. It's a really cool opportunity, scouting wise, evaluating wise, for this guy kicking ass. And all of a sudden, it's like, okay, we're gonna throw you into a gauntlet and see how you hold up. It's like, whoa, this is gonna be sweet. So, want him to get healthy. But um, anything else? Cody Williams at three. I love you for that. He just came back against Cal, had a little rough shooting numbers which is expected, especially off an in a wrist injury, especially off of that. But I'm excited that he's back. Um, I don't think you're crazy. I think he could end up being a top three pick. Just kind of feels like a Spurs type player too. Um, also feels like a Spurs type pick too. I was so like, yeah, we'll take Cody. Thanks. The the other, I, I considered Jacoby there as well. I considered saloon. I considered a lot of guys there, um, but I, I just thought Cody had a little more upside than them. Yeah. Um, let's move on. But yes. first take our, but let's take a quick break. Okay, we're back. Let's move on to picks four through six. Now that we're almost 20 minutes in, hot start. <laughs> um, all right, so at, with the fourth pick, the Hornets, I had them taking Jacoby Walter. At five, the Trailblazers taking Tijane Saloon. Uh, sixth pick, the Memphis Grizzlies taking Reed Shepard. I just love how aggressive some of you guys are getting with the Reed Shepard experience. And it's funny when everyone gets mad about it because I just go, go look his numbers up. Like, <laughs> give me a break. Like, anyways, um, four for Charlotte. I took Jacoby Walter as well at five. I took Cody Williams to the Portland Trailblazers. And at six for the Memphis Grizzlies to Giant Saloon. I, I went swinging. Um, unbelievable, like, stretch of, like, 
what, 48, 72 hours for the Grizzlies with the John Morant followed by Marcus Smart has a great game followed by he's out now for like, goodness Lord. So yeah, I gave him a, um, one of my favorite guys that's on fire right now in this draft, but love you giving him Reed Shepard. That's also a Grizzlies pick if they did it. So, I mean, we, we saw how important Tyus Jones was to that crew last year. Yes. Um, who knows what the long-term kind of plan in that backcourt is and kind of providing, I, I just think that the shooting, the decision-making, the defense um, as at least a backup point guard with the opportunity to kind of grow into a bigger role. I think he really compliments jaw. I think he really compliments Desmond Bain. It compliments Marcus smart, you know, who knows what they do with Luke Kennard there. I, I just, I think he's one of those guys where if you're the Memphis Grizzlies coming into the year, you had expectations of being a legitimate playoff contender. You had someone with Shepard's consistency, uh, maturity, versatility to that backcourt. I, I think that's really, really exciting for them. His numbers are still absurd. They're not falling off. Um, I'm looking at them. They're unbelievable. And they're, they're, they're obviously absurd. trending. They're obviously trending down a little bit, but the consistency is still there. The process in which he's getting to his spots and getting his numbers and defending and passing all of it. It's consistent. It's replicable. Um, people need to stop freaking out about him being mentioned as a top 10 pick because he's probably going to be. Yeah. I think we're all underestimating his upside. I think he could be a guy that we're all like, why isn't he an all-star his per 40, which I hate doing the per 36 yeah. per forties, but I'm going to do it anyways. <laughs> it, the per 40, he's averaging 18.4 points, 6.7 rebounds, 6.4 assists, 3.8 steals, 1.2 blocks. Oh. On 56, 53, 87. Do you know what his true shooting percentage is right now? Ooh, is it still in the 70s? Yes. It's (laughs) (laughs) 74.1. That's absurd. It is absurd. And it's not like, oh, he's played three. He's played 14 games already, and he's unreal. And 26 minutes. So he's just been an efficient machine. and, And Corey said it great. He said... Um, why aren't we thinking he could have all-star like he could be an all-star upside guy. He's Corey said, he talked to someone around the league that was like, I see some Steve Nash. And I was like, that's a big name to throw out, but he's doing unbelievable stuff. And every time I watch him, I'm just like, this kid just can play. So who knows? Someone's going to be like in love. He's going to go to a workout and shoot the crap out of the ball and probably interview like a, top three pick teams are going to be just drooling. It's not going to shock me, but you know, I don't know. It's just fun. This is, yeah. Fun. And I, and I thought Walter to the Hornets was pretty self-explanatory putting him. It's a great pick. So they Lamello probably won't and... do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Hunter Dickinson is still on the board. So. Oh gosh. I saw him get a little <laughs> cheesy elbow when they were losing, but um, no, not yeah, yeah. Go blue. Um, <laughs> Uh, all right. A- anything on saloon I and mean, he's been, uh, Cosmo, Thank good you, Cosmo. Good for you. Great comment. Um, no, I got nothing else. Uh, saloons had some fun numbers lately. I'm just excited to keep watching him play. He's just fun. Yeah. He's inspector gadget out there. Just I, I, th- big I think he's dude. the biggest lottery ticket. Yeah, I did draft. too. I'd be swinging that. This is the year if I would be swinging yeah. for someone like saloon. Yeah. Um, Do we think there's a chance that he goes top three? Yeah, I do, actually. I think there's a world in which he keeps playing good. And 
these workouts are going to be the biggest ever. Like these team workouts, like something's going to happen. Like where a guy's going to come in and lights up like, shooting. Yeah. In a workout. And, he, and he's six ten with can move. And people are just like, Oh my gosh. And, and you never know with those guys. It's that Intel is going to be humongous this year, bigger than ever. That's why a lot of good evaluators are already getting, <laughs> are already trying to get it. Um, all right, let's move on because I'm having way too much fun. Love everyone in the chat. Love you guys. Thank you. Um, all right. At seven, the Spurs, I had them taking Topich here. Uh, eight, the Hawks taking Stefan Castle. Nine, Rockets, Modest Buzelis. Seven to the Spurs, I had Rob Dillingham. Hello. Uh, eight to the Hawks, I had Ron Holland. <laughs> Please submit all complaints in writing. <laughs> uh, number nine to the Rockets, I had Buzelis as well. I like Shepard more than Dillingham. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it right now, but I do think Dillingham is trending upward in a hurry. And I'm also one of those, like I, I monitor the buzz. I monitor when someone's getting a lot of attention and trickling up some boards. And I was like, that's loud statements. I, I wouldn't be shocked if Dillingham somehow gets up higher, but I still like Reed right now as an early contributor. I think Rob has, the upside maybe to just be a really damn good player, but I think they're both fantastic talent. Are you, are you getting worried about how many small guards are capturing our excitement this year? No, you know how I feel about small guards. I want the rebirth. I want, right. I, I just, I you know, you know how the yes, NBA feels yes, about yes, small guards. Yes. I think it's a year where you, it's going to have to be, I, I really do think this might be a year where you're like, just throw the measurements out the door. Like who can play, who can help us. Agreed. And if it's a rude awakening and it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But I, I, I think Rob's shown the versatility to really be a, an intriguing piece. And like, I have them, you know, the Spurs leaving the first top 10 picks with Risha Shea and Rob Dillingham. That sounds fun to me, but it's also, if you buy into Rob's playmaking, being more consistent and, um, I, I do. I think he's shown a lot of really good stuff this year, but it is going to be a small guard class. Like you, there's going to be a lot of smaller guards that smaller players that teams are going to have to just feel comfortable being like, this guy can play. Let's just see what happens. But what about you? Are you, are you worried or are you just like to hell with it? You know, the Jared McCain's, the Reed Shepherds, they're going to teams are going to like them. And Yes to kind yeah. of cop out there. Um, and I I worry about ranking them too high because the NBA tells us what they value and what they like, and small guards are not it. Um, but I keep waiting for someone with size to kind of <laughs> cement themselves and outplay these dudes, and they're not. So, you know, all of the big, you know, quote-unquote versatile 3 and D wings, well, however you want to classify them, the vast majority in this draft are underperforming on you know being unimpressive the 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 wing depth in this class is brutal and that's really skyrocketing a lot of these small guards who i know bulk of them probably aren't gonna turn out and that sucks but i don't really know how else to rank them because in comparison i think they have a lot of upside um they're playing some of the best ball in the country right now and there are a lot of different paths where I can see them getting legit minutes and having a sustained career. So I think it's going to be really fascinating to see which ones kind of end up coming back as sophomores. Um, you know, 
you mentioned McCain, Caleb Foster, Jackson Shellstad, um, you know, there's a long list of other guys. So it, it'll be really interesting because there's no way that they're going to be six or seven sub six, three point guards declaring um, because they're not all going to go in the first round. And I would venture only two, maybe yeah, three I, do. And I think this year too, a lot of fan bases, you, you got to open your mind to like, you're not drafting. This isn't like, Oh, we're drafting to get a star. Yeah. I think this is the year you're drafting to get depth. You're drafting to get rotation pieces. Get a like, player. You're drafting to get a player. Like we, the No Ceilings crew, our latest mock draft, we projected Dillingham to the Rockets, and Rockets fans were like, "What is wrong with you? Like we just drafted a man." And I was like, "You need pieces on this roster. <laughs> like you need more than just like a man." We were like, "We love the idea of a man and Dillingham together. We're like, one can shoot the lights out. One, they're both talented playmakers. They got great feel." I was like. You need to build depth. And yeah, I, I don't get that. I don't either. Direction. But it's okay. Oh, hey, whatever. go Rockets. Um, you want to move right. on? Go yeah, ahead. let's do it. Um, all right. So at 10, this is probably my biggest swing so far. Uh, Trailblazers taking Kwame Evans. Uh, 11, the Bulls <laughs> taking Ron Holland. Uh, 12, Thunder taking Tyler Smith. That's a trio right there, Metcalf. Um, I, at 10 for Portland, I took Ryan Dunn. 11 to the Chicago Bulls. I took Stefan Castle, which hurt me because I still think Castle should go oh, earlier. I know. And 12 to the Thunder. I took Reed Shepard because I think Presti's going to say bet and just say, Case and Wallace and Reed Shepard in the rotation. Yes. Thank you. May I have another? So there you go. Um, yeah, Castle. Let's talk about Castle. Sure. I think he looks much better. I think he's starting to fill up the stat sheet. I have questions about the outside shot. The frustrating thing is I went back and watched his high school stuff and he looks so comfortable shooting it from outside. So I'm like, what's going on? Does Dan Hurley just have him in a torture chamber and being like, next pass, make the next pass. I, I don't, I don't know, but I still think he's impacting the game in a high way. The defense looks awesome lately. I've loved some of the playmaking stuff. I, I'm just still a believer. And I know I mocked him going 11th, but it's just, I really, really like him. Yeah. And he's just kind of doing a lot of the little things right now. Um, I mean, effective field goal rate, 55, true shooting, 58, offensive rebounding rate of nine and a half, defensive rebounding rate of 14, assist rate of 27, uh, block and steal rate of three, 62.5% from two. It's the three-point shot where it's, you know, two of 13. Um, it's not even so much the percentage that worries me from out there. It's the lack of confidence and unwillingness to take open looks where he's just not even looking at the rim when he's got 15 feet of space. Um, that worries me. I, I like him. I still like him. He's still in my top 10. I like the little things that he does to contribute to winning basketball. Um I'd like to see a little more craft when he attacks downhill. It's a lot of kind of very straight line stuff. Uh, when he kind of goes into those deceleration Euro steps, it's very North South. There's not a whole lot of East West movement to it. I'd like to see him kind of cover a bit more ground there. Probably not something that he's going to learn as a freshman. Um, well, UConn's looking to repeat as national champions. So, you know, gonna, gonna table that to next year. Um, it, it's just weird. Cause he, he doesn't look, confident right now um or comfortable in his role necessarily so i i think he's in a really good sh spot to kind of showcase a lot of those ancillary and tertiary skills and then once he gets into 
the combine or workouts. And maybe that's where the, the shot kind of comes alive and he starts to take over. He's slowly emerging into that role, um, but kind of wanted to see him take an even bigger step forward with clinging out. Yeah. I mean, he, in his last three games, he's averaging 13 Point three points, six point three rebounds, six point three assists, one point seven steals, and a block per game on sixty eight twenty seventy one. But he's only attempted four three pointers. No, five. Excuse me, math fun. So I'm right there with you. Every time I've watched him lately, because now I'm watching him like a hawk. Because I I'll put my hand up. Like I I had him at one. I've had him at one because when Stefan Castle's clicking he looks like an alpha in this class to me, but the outside shot right now is making me want to bring him down. But I'm also one of those, like I've said this before on other podcasts, like I don't easily just be like, Oh, I got to move him down from one. Like when you're in my top five, I stay patient with you because I'm seeing the upside. I need some confidence with the outside shot because everything else is awesome. And the defense is way ahead of where I thought it was going to be right now. So if he just starts hitting a couple of outside shots a game, I'm going to feel good about him being up there. And I think the numbers will start backing up, but um, yeah, that's all I got. Should we talk about Ron Holland? Sure. Okay. Um, I'm still fine with them. Cosmo in the chat was calling us out about it. It's okay. Yeah, we love this. We love when people bring some heat because what, there is some people that are very passionate about mm-hmm. Ron Holland. Um, you had him going 11th to the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. I had him going 8th to the Atlanta Hawks. I don't think it is a talent like problem. I think it was just fit when I was looking at each team. I was like, could Ron Holland make sense here? Could Ron... You still ask around, and there's a lot of fans, but I also think there's a lot of people that are like, maybe not... Number one talk. Yeah. Um, I'm the, I, 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 I sound like a broken record here, but for me, the, my, my issues or not issues. Cause that makes it sound way more severe than it needs to be. My questions let's go with, um, with Holland are more of the kind of intangible stuff, the work ethic off the court, the, um, feel the passing vision, the, you know, just overall feel uh, and decision-making and processing speed. And there are so many times he just drives into traffic and completely misses a wide open dump off or kick out to the opposite corner. Um, I know the team construction on, you know, the ignite isn't ideal right now, but it'd still be nice to see him move the ball a little more frequently and not turn it over a ton. So it's a really long season. It's a really hard league, league to adjust to, especially right out of college. So, you know, I'm, I'm still being patient. He's still, I, he's like five or six on my board right now. Um, six on my board right now. So by no means am I out, but I, I think there are a lot of really glaring questions that continue to pop up both on film and from people in the league that I have talked to. So I, I get taken a swing kind of like saloon. I, I think Holland's a little more talented and versatile than saloon right now. Um, but I think he's kind of along that, those same lines of, if you're going to take a big swing, I think Holland is one of the guys that you're going to do that with. Okay. I agree. I agree for sure. And, and, it, and I do think it's a fit thing where like we projected him at the no ceilings mock to go to Utah. And I was like, I love the idea because Utah will be patient. Let him develop. 
Um, and I like where he ended up here. So um, next three, hit me with it. All right. Um, at 13, the Thunder, I had them taking Kevin McCuller. 14, Pelicans, Rob Dillingham. 15, Suns, Dalton Connect. I love McCuller to the Thunder. I, I We did it in the No Ceilings one. I wanted to do it here. I didn't. I just was trying to be creative. But I, I did Filipowski to the Thunder. I thought that might be a little of an intriguing fit. At 13, 14 to the Pelicans, I did Donovan Klingon. And 15 to the Suns, I did Zach Eady. Run on the bigs. Sorry, who did you have at 13? Filipowski gotcha. to the Thunder. Seems like a little bit of a wild card where I was like, Reed Shepard, Filipowski, maybe that's too, you know, nasty, competitive guys you add to the mix. I don't know. I love the color there, but I, I also don't want to get to a point where I'm like, hey, McCuller to the Thunder. Let's just start doing that every time. Is that going to be uh, Mark Williams of the Hornets, what we did a while ago? It's just this year it's going to be McCuller. But, I mean, we, we, we kind of nailed that. Just, yeah, we did just saying, I'm just saying, just saying. You know, not, not that we were sense. alone in that, but just saying, you know, makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, no, that's, I, I'm just, I, I've cooled a lot on clinging. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the ED trade can't good be luck. stopped. It, it, good, good luck. luck. <laughs> we're, I've been trying to stand in front of it for, for months, just running you over. Um, yeah, and I, I think McCuller makes a lot of sense with the Thunder, just they're kind of, uh, just his versatility, best team defender in the class. And the shooting's been legit this year um, from, you know, a spot-up standpoint, corner three standpoint. So I, I think he fits perfectly with that Thunder team. I love the idea of Dillingham on the Pelicans. I, I think he gives them so much juice off the bench and scoring punch and creativity. Um, the defense would struggle, but that's why you have guys like Alvarado and Herb Jones and Trey Murphy and um, Dyson Daniels and, you know, every other name that I'm forgetting on that roster currently. Uh, Suns, I just kind of went with who's someone that can play right now. Uh, I thought about Edie. He makes a lot of sense. Um, I'll be honest. I hated it. I mocked <laughs> it and I hated it. I absolutely hate it. I don't know. Uh, I don't get it, Metcalf. I don't get the Edie thing. I don't get it. I don't get so, it. So you don't I like? I can't. I can't. I can't buy in. What? Why? Why? I just can't buy in on him why? as a top twenty guy. I can't do it. And why? Maxwell wrote a great because I think a team has to change how they play for Edie. I don't know do who's it? ready to do that. I. I he's not going to go. He's not going to go into the the modern NBA the and demand. The he's he's, he's going to go gonna, in the game with exactly. backups. Don't let Luke Cornett get Zach Edie in the brain though. I don't know. I just Zachy D seems rich, and I just projected it. I just projected him, and I I even did it. And I was like, I hate doing this. What am I doing? I hate myself right now. Yeah. So and like I I I don't have Edie this high. No. Um, I but, liked where you ended up having him much better than where I did. But I I think the Suns make sense. Their front court is dog shit. It is so bad. I I'm, I never understood the Nurkic love when they traded for him. He's fine. He is perfectly fine. You know what? Who else they acquired? His backup. Um, Edie is. I like what Mr. Ray said. Shout out. Great comment. Like Edie, if you take Edie to be a yeah, rotation miss. weapon, absolutely, I'm in. Yes. But I, I just so in this draft at 15, where the Suns front court is awful, why not I take agree. one of the best rebounders, okay. rim protectors, interior scorers there is in this draft? 
Um, and again, I do not have ED in the top twenty. So no, I hear you. I hear you. I, I don't have them there either. But um, when we when we're about to move on to the next three, I have a this or that for you. Shout out but, to but, uh, Cosmo. Let's do it. Here we go. Kwame Evans or Tyler Smith? Uh, Kwame. <clears throat> they're they're close on my I'll, board. I'll be honest right now. I'll say it's Tyler Smith for me, but Kwame has been really really impressive. He looks like a different player from the beginning of the year. I loved him coming into the year. I think he's looked really good lately. He's just smart, but I love Tyler Smith. I think he can play. So that's a good one. That's a fantastic one. Yeah, and they're like three spots apart on my board, so they're close. Um, I, I I think Kwame's defense is way more versatile right now. Uh, highly, highly, highly recommend watching him off ball. He is directing everything for that Oregon team on defense. It's really cool to see, um, especially from a freshman and the, the shot isn't quite where Tyler Smith is yet, um, but I, I definitely buy it. I, I think he's going to be a fine kind of pick and pop spot up guy. So I, I the big thing with me with Kwame is I just I think his defense could be insanely good. Yeah, so. I think he's a smart player. Um, do we want to do a quick little re- rerun for people that need to track or update? Yeah, sure. You want to um, go? You list your top 15, and then I'll do my top 15. Sure. So I had Pistons taking Risa Shea, uh, Wizards taking Sar, Spurs taking Cody Williams, Hornets taking Jacoby Walter, Trailblazers taking Tajane Saloon, uh, Grizzlies taking Reed Shepard, Spurs taking Nikola Topic, Stephen Castle to the Hawks, Modest Buzelis to the Rockets, Kwame Evans to the Trailblazers, Ron Holland to the Bulls, Tyler Smith to the Thunder, Kevin McCullough to the Thunder, Rob Dillingham to the Pelicans, and Dalton Connect to the Suns. Nicely done. I had uh, Alex Starr to the Pistons at one, Topich to the Wizards at two, Reese Shea to the Spurs at three, Jacoby Walter at four to the Hornets, Cody Williams to the Trailblazers at five, Saloon to the Grizzlies at six, Dillingham to the Spurs at seven, Ron Holland to the Hawks at eight, Buzelis as well to the Rockets at nine, Ryan Dunn to the Blazers at 10, Stefan Castle to the Bulls at 11, Reed Shepard and Kyle Filipowski to the Thunder at 12 and 13, Donovan Klingon to the Pelicans at 14, and Zach Eady, I can't believe it, I hate myself, to the Suns at 15. It's not that bad. I just, it would be a Suns pick, you know, they'd, Passed on Tyrese Halliburton, so that would make some sense. Um, the, you're up next. They're three. in the Tyrese Halliburton in this draft. Yeah, um, I wish. Get <laughs> one. God, that'd be that'd make this easier. Yeah. Um, all right. So I had Kyle Filipowski to the Magic at 16. Tyler Kolek to the Heat at 17. Ooh. Uh, Ryan Dunn to the Knicks at 18. I had Kevin McCuller to the Magic. Him and Jalen Suggs will just give nightmares to everyone like Freddy Krueger. I had the Heat taking Isaiah Collier, which is just hilarious. And then I had Tyler Smith to the Knicks at 18. Thoughts, comments, concerns, go. Kolick to the to the Heat is just a real Pat Riley special. The the, the dude could fucking play. Um I, I I buy the shooting, I buy the rim pressure, the playmaking, the defense. He's got I, the mint. Is he a heat culture guy? I think that's a yes. Come on. I think the first question would be like Tyler Kolek. Is he heat go watch culture? one yes. one, one post game interview? One post game. So that's a heat culture power rankings. We need to make that for for the heat. If <laughs> if, you, if someone from the heat just come and talk to us, we'll make a heat culture power rankings. I'll do it. Um, I like Phil Pawski to the Magic. That's a nice fit. That yeah, and sense. that that was kind of just. Uh, 
I don't know. I, I, I think they really like Mo Wagner there. Um, I think they really like Goga and uh, Wendell Carter too. So I'm not sure what his path to minutes necessarily is, but it just kind of felt like a good spot for him to go and a good insurance policy for them. So he's having a good year. I, I couldn't really keep dropping him a whole lot more. Um, so just kind of took the swing there. Yeah, I get it. Um, I think people are going to continue to be shocked about Collier. I had him going to the heat. I think that would probably be a spot where if they were buying in, that's his floor. But um, there's been some loud endorsements of him trending the wrong direction from mainstream places, leaving some breadcrumbs, which is usually very loud this time of the year. So we'll see. Um, rooting for him, but you know, got some questions still. Got some questions. Yeah, and if if you need a good laugh, go check out our mock draft video. And uh, Corey had a couple rants. On oh that. my <laughs> goodness! It got to a, it got to well, a point where we were like, maybe we shouldn't put this video. Up. <laughs> <laughs> and we were right. like, no, we got to treat it. We got to do this. Um, okay. Um, all right, let's move on. <laughs> um, 19 to the Cavs. I had Isaiah Collier. Speaking 20, of. To, 20 to the Pacers, Wuka Poplar. 21 to the Knicks, Tristan De Silva. Um, I had a little bit of a shocker. I had the Cavs taking Jared McCain at 19. Whoa. I had Kwam- Kwame Evans to the Pacers at 20. And I had Missy to the Knicks at 21, like which is still one of my favorite fits for them. Um, the McCain one was a bit of a like, eh, let's just get crazy. And um, I just think he's playing good. He might be a floor spacer or smart. You put him next to um, Garland. Maybe that's just a smart player. I don't know. Because let's be real. Donovan Mitchell's leaving. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't love anyone there. I, I wanted to put Trey there. And then I was like, eh. To Cleveland. Cleveland. I was like, eh. Yeah, so and I, I went with Collier just because it's probably BPA and biggest swing and backcourt depth. For, They're just doing it again. For, for when Mitchell leaves. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, Does they really... Luka make sense there? A, lo- a little bit. A I, little it, bit. it just was It was weird. I was like, I don't know where you go here. Yeah, and I, I just think having another point guard um, kind of yeah, w- in the wings makes sense and just upside swing there um we'll go to the pacers i love that fit um especially if they move on everybody healed moves on um and then tristan da silva just plays the next like guys who play uh so i thought that was pretty easy i i do like the missy fit there as well um that, that da silva's gonna go early he's gonna go top 25 minimum i think he is because even if you don't love him some team's gonna be like we just get it he's was it you that you were like, I think I see some Grant Williams. And I was like, Oh, that's a good one. Like, I'm just like his numbers across the board every single year are efficient and productive. They're, they're not flashy. They're not the best in the country by any means, but they're efficient. They're versatile and they're productive. Um, and that type of consistency at was he like six, nine, six, 10, maybe yeah. the ballpark, give or take um, teams are going to salivate all over that. Um, I, I don't think he's, I'd be surprised if he had, um, if, if he turned out to look like Jaime Hawkes in his rookie year, that would be shocking. But I think a lot of teams are going to kind of view him in that light and seen they've seen what Hawkes has done this year. And I think they're going to probably convince themselves that De Silva 
can be that type of guy too, um, even though they're different players. All right, next three, I had Pelicans taking Klingon, Hawks taking Otega Owe, and 76ers taking Zach Eady. Oh, man. If Edie is playing the Sixers theme song on repeat all the time and backing up Embiid, that actually would be hilarious. Just like Embiid comes off the court and you're like, we got the giant off the court. And then all of a sudden Edie comes <laughs> off the bench and you're just like, what the fuck? That's kind of my thought process. So it's like- I love that. That's actually good. Okay, I'm in on that. Um, Wow. I didn't and, think of that. Like there, there were other guys there. Like if De Silva was there, I'd definitely would have jumped all over that for them um you know dylan okay. jones i thought made some sense there he's missy pj hall there are a bunch of names but i thought ed was fun it's funny that we both projected Klingon to the pelicans but um, almost 10 picks <laughs> later um i okay. mean I, i'm sorry i i'm just not a huge fan of seven foot two guys who add 30 pounds and then have multiple no i mean injuries. if it, if the medicals come back bad i'm gonna be like we can oh gosh you want to see a name drop? Woo! I, I will be like, no, thank you. Bad feet. You know, Bill Walton like had bad feet for 48 years. Yeah. Oh, still does. Shout out, Bill. Thanks for the titles. Um, I took 22. I took Juan Nunez. Get on the train, folks. Yep. 23 to the Hawks. I took Trey Alexander. Still believing. Um, 24 to the 76ers. I took Wooga Poplar. Love it. Nunez is fun, man. I think Nunez he's, is going to start creeping up. And people are going to be like, whoa, okay, we got to start paying attention to Juan and he can play. He's do you good. buy the shot? I think a little bit. Uh, do you buy his shot or Topic's shot? I think his. Man, I think what, his. A, what a question. This or that. This or that shot. Pick a, pick okay. a jumper. <laughs> oh, boy. Shot for your life. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't do it. No. All right, we're having fun. We're having way too much fun. I, I, we're sober. I, I, we're sober. I, I, I would lean Nunez um, for the shot specifically, not player overall. Um, yeah. But I, I think his playmaking is kind of on par with Topic. Um, oh, what a Woj tweet. Oh, son of a gun. Great. Shout out to the fans. That is, you know what? It is the worst Woj bomb ever. Um, it was about esports. So I don't need NBA 2K Woj bombs. Cool. No. Back on track. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's continue. At 25, I had the Thunders taking uh, Pocomi Dadier. Uh, 26, the Nuggets taking Dylan Jones. And 27, the Bucks taking Tyrese Proctor. I love Pocome. Um, I didn't have Pocome going in my top, in my mock draft for this oh, top. Oh, big fan, I see. No, I'm a huge fan. I still have yeah, him in my top 30. I just didn't see who was the draft. I, someone's going to stash him, and I'm going to be annoyed. No. But actually, if the he Thunder. went to the Thunder, I would be doing the biggest fist pump ever. No. I think he's going to be him. highway robbery. I think he's going to be a legit talent. Like, I really do think Pocome is, Pocome, Pocome is that good. I think Pocome's that good. So then why is he not in your top 20? I just don't see where the fit is, and I've, I was going to put him to the Celtics at thirty, but I feel like that's cheating because I'm a Celtics no, fan. No, just on your big board, not not. No, he is. Draft. He is in my top thirty. No, top twenty. Oh, um, oh, I'm not. If he's going to be such a scale, let me look. If he's going to be such a scale, I believe in him. Um, Clearly, that's why I have him have at twenty four. Okay, I have him in front of your boy Kwame Evans. That's how much I like him, and you know how I feel about Kwame. Um, okay. Moving on. We don't need to put me on the spot here. I love well, the kid. I'm just trying I love to, the kid. Okay. I'm just trying to let you uh, 
kind of back up your your bold statements. What are we at? Twenty five. We're yeah. live. All right. Um, I had the Thunder take a Dylan Jones, okay. who I think's climbing. Twenty six. Oso Iguodaro to the Nuggets. Can't you, stop you, fighting that fit. I can't if, do it. You, every time. Fit. Every single it's my favorite one. fit. It's my oh favorite my fit. God. I can't do it. I can't stop. Um, and twenty seven to the Milwaukee Bucks. I had Tristan De Silva. That's a good trio. If I might, if I may say so myself, that's a good trio. Um, thoughts, comments, concerns. Dylan Jones, I've come. Are you warming? That. Yes, top thirty-five. Friend of the program. Where do you have him? Uh, thirty-four. Where did I have Dylan? Did I update this? About I have two him weeks at thirty-five. Ago. You, <laughs> you really love him, huh? Um, no, but about two weeks ago, he was in my like seventies. I didn't get it. Um, Would you take Dylan or here's a this or that? Uh, Dylan or Bobby Clinton? Well, let me pull up my big board because I have Bobby close. ahead of him, but I don't. Uh, now that I'm looking Dylan. at it, I don't. Man. Where do you have Bobby? Thirty nine. I love when we do this, and I literally could click a tab over and see exactly <laughs> where you have him. But I want everyone to hear it too. Um, yeah, I think I need to. I think I need to stop. Fi- I love the way Dylan Jones plays basketball. I really do. Yeah. I, I need to start just being like to hell with it. I'm buying in this year. Um. Okay, where are we at? All right, uh, 28 through 30. Uh, so at 28, wow. I had the Pacers taking East Missy. 29, Timberwolves, A.J. Johnson. 30, Celtics, P.J. Hall. Man, you love the A.J. to the Timberwolves. Missy's got a, Missy's going to go so much earlier, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I had I, him I, I like him to the Knicks. 21, man. and I don't know if he, he might go earlier than that. I like him to the Knicks at either 18 or 21. Um does the, would the, the thunder make if, sense to him? No, I don't think so. I agree. I don't think they need to go where they're like, "Hey, we're playing Chet at the four. I think they no, need to go God, and be like, no. "We're not guys they're not that gonna play can Chet at the shoot four. it." They're not playing. Like Filipowski makes sense there. I think they're still gonna just keep drafting versatile guys. Na- that, name like, one guy color. on the name one guy on their team who can't dribble, pass, and shoot. SGA. Kidding. Man, I, love him. I love them. I love them. I'm kidding. I, I don't know. I can't think of anyone. So I was trying to be ridiculous. Um, no, I love their team. Their team's nasty. And that's why they're just going to keep Presti's going to keep picking people. Well, let's stay. Let's stay here. Um, yeah, I like those picks. I took Otega away to the Pacers at 28. I'm still a fan. I took AJ Johnson too to the Timberwolves. And then with the 30th pick, the Boston Celtics select a Dembona. Okay. Still my dream. Still my dream. Okay. Which, speaking of, you have some words coming tomorrow at NoSealingsNBA.com on the Dembona. Is that correct? That is correct. All right. I'm excited. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll share that clip that... Uh... It was brutal. Everyone was in the chat, just watch this. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun. So, you know, this is just a little of what a Dembona has to deal with. Just a little preface, you know. In case you haven't caught on, UCLA is a tire fire this year. Um, last year, they played a super aggressive blitz-heavy pick-and-roll scheme on defense. Um, and, you know, where Dembono was having to chase guys out to 35 feet, they're doing the same thing this year. The difference is that last year, they had Jaime Hawkes and Jalen Clark tagging and being the weak side help and, you know, being quality team defenders. This year, they do not. And it results in stuff like this. So, just 
right there. Lo- lo- love the help from good tag. Just really good tag. Really good team defense. Uh, 32 is shooting well this year. So I get the hesitation, but like fake a little bit of effort. Um, and then just a Dembona doing a Dembona. Thanks. That's still free. <laughs> so I'll just play it all the way through. And yes, Bona hedges a little too aggressively, you know, doesn't need to go that far, but the way they play, that's what they ask him to do. Just absurd. So a lot It'll of look, he'll look tomorrow. great doing that in Boston. He'll look great. No, but I, I think Bona, you know, they Gavoni and Wu wrote a piece about kind of UCLA's freshman class. It's disappointed. And they're like, Bona has been the bright spot. And I, I really do think, we have to remember this as evaluators, as fans, as draft sickos. The situation is everything. We thought Bona was going to be this complimentary piece, and the Europeans that were coming in this year were going to be hitting the ground offensively, and Burke was going to look great. Jan Vide was going to look great. You know, the rest of the pieces on their team, and it has not stuck. been that way, and it's been terrible, and Bona's had to almost be the offense. He's playing a position or a role offensively. That is not his future. So situation is everything, and we need to remember that when we're evaluating these guys. And I, that's why I'm still yeah. a believer with Bona. I think a playoff team is going to look at him and be like, a, a mad dog when it comes to the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, we'll invest in that and put him in our rotation and, and let him develop. So coming into the year, if I told you Adem Bona had a usage rate of 25, you would say UCLA's season is going well? No. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. 25? Yeah. He's second on the team in usage. Because um, I don't think anybody else could put the ball in the basket. Now, I mean, they've and, had some guys playing good, but I've watched one of their games and I was like, oh, gosh. Well, and on top of that, so now, now you know that he has a usage rate of 25 and a half, just, you know, to be fair. Um, but then I also told you that 38% of his possessions were a post-up. You would... <laughs> clearly be like oh that's a highly functioning offense the ball's moving things I'd, are going well no, there. I'd people be like, are being put in the right <laughs> positions to succeed that'd be your reaction right i would either say ucla yeah, no, is no. one two games or they're scoring 200 points okay uh that's bad that's bad well, i'm trying to look at a usage to compare right now for everyone listening um who's got a high usage i don't know Electric content from you. No, I know. I'm drawing a blank right now. Okay, I guess I can't. Why why does it not have it listed here? Oh, what was Bona's 25? 25. Stefan Castles is 21. So that just shows you how ridiculous that is. Oh uh, man. Yeah, that's that's gross. That's gross. Not ideal. Not, no, not ideal. ideal. Um okay. Let's move into the stock game, but take our final break real quick. Okay, we're back. Rucker, um, let's have a little fun here. Let's go. Lockdown, you're great. Thank you for that. Um, speaking of money, lockdown's giving me a hint. I, You know, scared money, don't make money. Um, All right, a lot of good comments. Guys, thank you. for, for Trent Flowers is a name. Yes. He has a lot of brought him up. There's a lot He's of fans. Top 35. There's a lot of fans in offices that care about a basketball. We'll put that that way. So, um, I understand we haven't had him in a lot of mocks, but it's because it's a little wait and see. I brought up his name a lot of times. Yes, okay. So be nice if people listened. <laughs> Moving on. Um, okay. So here we go. Oh, I got to bring it up because I actually care this time about trying to beat you. 
Yeah, well, you're probably not going to. I'm, so <laughs> the read thing feels like it should be a. a we should be denying it, but I, you just stole that one from me. I also messed it up. It's my own fault. Okay, so talk to me. Here we go. Okay, so in case you're new, uh, Rucker and I do a NBA draft stock game where uh, we take the kind of average rankings that Corey uh, kind of compiles from a bunch of different outlets throughout the kind of draft community, Bleacher Report, The Athletic, ESPN, Tankathon, us, a couple others. Um, apologies if I'm blanking on your name. Um but then kind of compiles the consensus ranking uh, amongst the community, similar kind of how we construct our big boards at no ceilings. Um, So then gives us a top 60. If you want to go kind of read through those rankings and see where everyone ranked everyone, it's up at no ceilings, NBA.com go check it out. But then we just kind of take that average ranking. Um, So this is the second round. So I'm looking at kind of columns E through G here. Uh, with the average ranking over here, the player, and then their price. The way we get to the price is a base price of 100 and just kind of divide that by their average ranking. So Alex Alexander Sars' average ranking uh, was 2.0. So he has a price of $50 per share. We each got a budget of $1,000 to kind of start out with. Um, and last... Um, last round or the, the, the initial IPO, uh, for this, that's a little redundant initial IPO. It's just, no, it's IPO. okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, we, uh, kind of bought our guys. I got Reed Shepard who wasn't even listed. Um, Oh, also if they're not in the top 50 or which was the IPO, uh, or the top 60, they have a price of one. They're considered a penny stock. So I got Reed Shepard at $1. Just if I sold them today, I'd make a profit of 1800. So, Here's the spreadsheet. Here's all the info. Rucker, what do you want to do? Um, so I have to sell first to be able to buy. If you want, you can stand pat if you like the way your your stuff is looking. Um, so for reference, if you sold everyone right now, you'd have a profit of thirteen hundred. <sighs> okay. Um, let's. Let's do some stuff here. Trying and I, I have names that I want to target, but I'm trying to. Oh, and also if one of us buys a single share of one player, that means the other person cannot do it. Uh, we had a handful of no ceilings plus uh, subscribers um, yes. submit their picks as well. So we're, we're having a lot of fun over in the discord with all of that, but. Oh gosh. Um, I'm going to, sell i'm gonna sell 100 shares of dalton connect i don't know if he's gonna make another jump he i mean i got him at a dollar 97 he was ranked 50th he's up to three dollars and 70 cents he's ranked 27th i don't know if i'm gonna get a big jump there so i'm gonna sell 100 of that i'm gonna keep 100 shares but i want to sell 100 because i i want to i want some throw around money I got names I'm targeting. I'm really excited to. I feel like the veteran move moving forward in future years is the first round you might not want to buy cap out. I feel like you want to keep some money so that you could jump on the next round if you get what I'm saying. But coward, coward. Yeah, exactly. Scared money don't make money. No, I, you're right. You're right. I, I'm I'm my own worst enemy right now. Okay, so yeah, so I'm, I'm making that sale. Okay. Because I'm also not going to double down. Oh, and for everyone that we said, um, 
if me and Metcalf, if like if I have a name, Metcalf can't buy shares in that name. Yep. I don't know if you just said that. Sorry. I did. Okay. Well, I'll start listening better. Um, I mean, it's been three years now, so yeah. probably not. Yeah, probably not. You know. Um. Okay. I'm going to also sell a hundred shares of Reed Shepard. That's a nice profit right there. Um. So I still have 150 remaining. Going to sell 100 of them for 820. Kind of just a nice little $570 profit on that. Gives me 820 back in the bank to kind of spend elsewhere. All right. Um, I'm going to... Man, it's tough. But I, I like some of these numbers. Where's Carrington at? I'm going to sell... No, that's not even worth selling. You know what? Just, just I'm gonna buy. Screw it. We're gonna buy right Love away. It. Um, Missy. Oh, okay. I'm gonna buy thirty shares at three thirty nine. Gosh dang it! I Only thirty? Yeah, because I need yeah. to do some other stuff. Um. Right. How how much higher do you think his kind of stock price can go? Well, he's at we got him right now at twenty nine. I think he could get up to about like twenty ish. Okay. Um, I just basically want to get that invested so that you don't pick that away from me, and then I can start to add to that total. But I need to sell some more money or some more stock. Um, okay. Um, I'm also going to buy. There go Kwame Evans, who isn't on the board. Oh, gosh. Dang it. Why do you do this, Rucker? <laughs> I shoot myself in the foot every um, time. I got 800 bucks to spend, so. You. Let's just go 400 Okay, how much do I have to spend? Not much? So like... you have 268.60. Oh, I thought I didn't have that much. Okay, well, I'm going to go. Uh... Do you, do you uh, want to up, up your Missy share? Yeah, let me get another 20. Okay, so 50 total? Yeah. Okay, so you have 280 cents. Okay, 200 bucks left. Um, And then I want to spend $100. Okay. Uh, I'm going to spend 50 on uh, Devin Carter. Mm, okay. Carter... I don't believe he's on here, right? No, he's not. I can't. Okay. Wow. Gosh, the Kwame was a good one. That was a good pull. Um, go ahead because I have my next pick ready as well. Okay. Um, I'm also going to buy, and I think this is going to be a real long-term play. Uh, um, don't, 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 don't do it. I'm about. Don't do it. Don't do it. I go I Andrew Johnson. Okay. Um. Who's who agent? What's his agent? Because do you have a percentage of his stock? Like, what is it? Not yet. Not, is yet I, not yet. I don't. But go watch that tape, man. I know the sample size is limited, but that dude knows how to play. Um. Okay. A year, a year from now, when he adds fifteen pounds, he's going to be a problem. How much money do I have left? Uh. Well, if you look at the spreadsheet, one hundred and fifty. I'm trying to look at the one that's not updating on my side. Um. What do I have? One fifty. One fifty. I want to spend a hundred 
or 50 on you're gonna spend all of it no just 50 oh. just 50 um on dylan jones at a dollar 92 um yeah that's just serious they're really okay um, um let's see let's see let's see I'm gonna go Tyler Kolek. Um, there, let's see. I got three twenty. What does? That seems like a lot. Let's go fifty. We'll go fifty shares of Tyler Kolek at two ninety. Um, how high do you, realistically? How high do you think he can get? Um, late teens if he just they had a good tournament run and i know they're kind of dealing with some injuries i'm gonna sell 60 shares of rob dillingham i'm gonna collect okay because i think he's maxed out and i know that's ballsy but i got him very low where's he at um, okay. I bought him for 279. He's at 909 right now. That's a heck of a jump. So he went from 35th to 11th. Um, oh man, who else can I get? So what do I have? I have, uh, you have 600. But you okay, just you're, you're up. You're up. Yeah. So I just sold it. So you're up. Okay. Um, I'm so going to buy PJ Hill. PJ Hill or Hall? Uh, Hall, Jesus. Classic, oh. classic Metcalf. Where was he? There he is. Um, Jay Hall. Words are tough. Um, let's see. I got 180 bucks. 40? Yeah, it feels good. Okay. Adai Mara still at 48. I'm sorry for everyone. I think that's just absurd. Uh, Man, this is, this is where it gets, you know, thank you. Thank you, Mike, man. uh, And if you just want to sit on your $600 and, no, 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 easy with those words, <laughs> easy. Um, man, Matthew Cleveland feels low. Um, give me tw- uh, 20 shares of Juan Nunez at 217. He's ranked at four. No, 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 time out, time out, time out, time out. Whoa. Um, I want to change that to 30 shares of Wooga Poplar at 216. He's ranked 46th. Come on. Got to move him up. It's a rookie numbers. Gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to regret that. And you're probably going to take Juan right there. And I'm going to be like, yep, I deserve this. No. Well, okay. It's, um, it's all right. But I am going to take Bronny James. You know what? You would. <laughs> you would. That's such a you pick. <laughs> um, I guess I'll I'll go, get my draft board out. I'll, uh, uh, I'll go 70 bucks. Um, Bronny, uh, I was really surprised he wasn't in this consensus kind of community uh, ranking. 
That's just gross. Uh, <laughs> give me. Man. It's tough. I'm sorry, folks. I'm looking at names and I'm just, I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> give me, are you going through the thing, thing where you look at like 99% of these names and you're like, mm, he's going to fall. <laughs> yeah, I am. And I'm also going, I'm looking at names and I'm like, he's not going to get. It's like, ah, eh, he's peaked. Just give me 20 of Jackson Shellstad because I can say yeah. I at least believed. Sometimes you have to believe for the dream to come true. So That's just, right. just, how many? 20? I don't think you spelled it right. Actually, no, I think that spelling is just horrendous. Yeah, it's not good. No. Um, S-T-A-E-A-D. That's just what? terrible. What? That's just I, terrible. Just give me give me a goddamn second. <sighs> Let me look at my board. Shellstad. Why is there we go? Why did I add it? Uh, Mike had asked how, how's the basis for price rising falling? It's just a consent. Correct. It's just the consensus rankings of all the big boards averaged out. Uh, based on different outlets. So it's like Bleacher Report, ESPN, No Ceilings. Um, I think ESPN, there's like three athletic, other ones. Athletic. Yeah, Tankathon. A couple yeah. others. I think we had a couple others. So yeah, Co- Corey does a good job of kind of compiling all of our. Who's who's community. up? Is it you or me? Um. Oh, how many shares of Jackson did you want? uh 20 i need 20. everyone in the comments i need you to stop giving metcalf ideas that's exactly who i'm picking next <laughs> stop, stop <saying> it. <laughs> oh I, sh- I should be looking at the comments here all right no, like, don't what, what are brilliant fans kind of suggesting here um okay how much money i have 22 bucks left you know there's been a lot of buzz around zach ed i'm just gonna this is going to be a uh, short-term purchase. So let's see how many. What's he at? He's at two eighty-seven. Um, nope. I'll go seven shares of Zach Eady at two eighty-seven, and then I got two fifty-one remaining. That might be it. But what do I have left? I'm sorry, you, the numbers you are have little... uh, five hundred and eighteen dollars. Oh man, I just don't. I don't know where I want to spend any of them. Um, I'm trying to look at where I previously got. I'm such a wimp for only buying that much of toe pitch earlier. Correct. Five shares, you coward. I think I did it because I didn't think it was going to climb that much and I wanted to prevent you from getting it. Um... Gosh, did none of us get Cody? Wow, we sucked last time. Um, <laughs> that's unbelievable. <laughs> yes, give me Hanson Yang. <laughs> give me Yang for twenty shares. Um, I'm just trying to see if there's anyone else that intrigued me. That's an unbelievable hedge. Yeah. Um, Ignacio wrote a really good piece the other day on yes he did Yang go, go make make sure to go check that out um it's okay Rose Frank um do you have anybody else or are you done yeah I, I think what I'm was scared. that background my goodness do we need Don't to have a chat it. oh my gosh uh-huh. <laughs> goodness 
I'm scared. Uh, PJ Hall, give me. I already took him. No, you no. did. Yes, I did. That's like three purchases ago. And no, it's my I don't, turn. Anyways. I keep looking at the stock um, game on my thing, and it's not updating. So this well, is well, because crazy. it's not like an online file I sent you. you did I really take screen. just one of? Tra- Gosh, man, what was I thinking the first round? Um, not much, but you know, um, I'm gonna go Jackson Robinson. Two shares. I'm going to go Juan Nunez. 40 shares. Um, What's he at? He's at 217. All right. Well, you just have a casual $411 left. Yeah. I need to... Give me okay. I'm gonna really piss you off. I sold. No, I'm not gonna do it. No, I'm not gonna do it. Never mind. I was gonna double down on dealing him at a different price, but I, I don't. I think I'm good there. I think. I think that's all I can go. Um. So yeah, I'm fine with it. Um, you're, you're just gonna hold on to your four eleven. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't have anywhere else I want to spend it. That's 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 the truth. I, I really don't. There's a lot of names in range that I'm like I, I like it, but I feel like I'm barely getting any movement. Um, I, it's the joke I said from the first episode. I was like, I wish I had stock of, or I wish I was trying to sell guys instead. Um, Matthew Cleveland, give me thirty shares. Okay, he shouldn't be that low. This is absurd. He just had twenty two and twelve. He can play. What what are we doing here? Kalkbrenner at 57 is absurd. <laughs> we need to all have a conversation. BYOB. All right. Cool. That it? That's it. All righty. Gross round. Thanks for fun. that one. That was a fun one. Yeah. Uh, we will update those next time, next month, when Corey kind of re releases his uh, community rankings. Um, but Rucker. I'm assuming that I know what your answer to this is going to be, but what was the best thing you've seen in basketball recently? Uh, the Boston Celtics beating the Minnesota Timberwolves in overtime. Jason Tatum, bad man. He's been Looking a bad man lately. Um, bailed out by the refs. It's, it's it's amazing how some people just can't handle losing. You know, some people can't handle Vegas. Some people can't handle being patient for prospects to develop, and some people can't handle vi- losing. You're, you're, you're telling someone who roots for the Timberwolves, the Cubs, the Lions, and Michigan sports that they can't handle losing? Interesting. That is true. That is true. <laughs> I am um, well familiar with the practice. I'm trying to think. There was something else. Um, what else? Victor That's my answer. Triple that, double. That, okay. that game rocked. That yeah, game that, rocked. Game, that game it did so rock. Fun. Um then I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of really crazy stuff. The NBA trade deadline is going to be nuts. So I know I'm getting off track here, but nuts, Metcalf. It's going to be insane. What are the Warriors going to do? Like what? I don't know what they do. Probably just sell I'm, the team. Disband. I'm fascinated Relocate to with Seattle. what Dunleavy is going to do. Yeah, they have a horrendous future contract situation going on. Like just nightmare stuff. I don't know. It, it, it's going to take a lot of guts, whatever direction Dunleavy goes in. So I'm tired of the Pascal Siakam rumors already. Um, everyone wants them. You know, 
I get a report. There's a rumor report every day, and it's like five new teams. Sooner or later, it's gonna be like the G League Ignite is interested in Pascal Siakam. You know, I just can't can't do it anymore. So, all right. Well, back on topic. Last thing we got: green room. Oh, Let's round I it didn't out. make the graphic. At least you're consistent. Why can't you give me a heads? Up? I actually might have. Why? Why can't I give you a heads up for the? Wait, can you, if you if you week? no, I think I I updated it. If you want to repeat the names. Are we yeah. down to seven names? One, Did we two, kick some people three, out? Four, five, six, seven, eight. We have eight. Okay, so currently in there we have Jacoby Walter. Um, let me kind of set the mood. I'm going to find it before, but just keep talking. Uh, so we have Jacoby Walter, Alexander Sar, Ron Holland, Stephen Castle, Adem Bona, Zachary Risache, Nikola Topic, Cody Williams. Um, also in line, uh, we have Bronny James, Trey Alexander, Bob Carrington, Kevin McCuller, Reed Shepard, Rob Dillingham, Dalton Connect, Donovan Klingon, and Tyler Kolek. Um, I, I have it. I, I found the graphic. I have. I found the graphic. So just keep talking, and I'm gonna get it. You know, this is the real fun stuff. I have to do this very fast. So just keep talking. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna get it uploaded for everyone. Appreciate real quick. it. Thank you. Real quick, um, I'm going to nominate that we boot Donovan Klingon from line. Um, if you would wait and see, oh man, I, well, so I you, you see, so you're like, hey, talk, and then I talk. And... No, I did, but that's how <laughs> quick it was. That was unbelievable timing <laughs> by perfect. me. I mean, like, okay, so can you confirm that's all correct? Yes, those names all look okay. correct. I just went into Photoshop and saved that and uploaded it in that record time. I mean, I deserve a award or a cookie or a holiday or something. Klingon's got to go. Yeah. We can't have injured big guys waiting in line all night. He's got a cast or whatever. It's just not right. So Klingon's out for me. Um, Perfect. Same. Um, additionally, I would like to, I know we just kind of hyped him up and sang his praises and I just wrote about him for Friday, but I think a Bona's got to go. I think Bona's um, got to go. The and it's, LA it's, vibes are atrocious it's really bringing down the mood he's he's bringing work into the club and it is just rubbing off on everyone he's sulking he's not happy um it's just kind of bringing bringing down the mood all around bona is doing the hey your friend's really having a tough time and all he wants to do is every time he tries to go out he just wants to talk about how tough times are and it, 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 we, it's we a can't friend who just that. got dumped yeah, you know, and, all he's talking about is Jaime Hawkes and Jalen Clark and Ty, yes. Tiger Campbell and just the, the good old days. And it's the no, friend that got out of a really long relationship and all they want to talk about is how times used to be. And you're like, hey, we need to look forward. And they're like, yeah, but she was great. You know, she she was awesome. We had so much fun. It's like, no, stop it. It's been months. We need to move on. Yeah. So I agree. Bona's, you know, he's got he can't be at this club. He has yeah. to find a new club. Until he gets his head on straight. Agreed. And he can come back. Um, um, okay, so Bone is out. Correct. So I'm agree. good with the rest of the names being in. So we'll, we're down to seven correct. in. Um, I'm trying to... So so Bone is out. We're down to seven. Stephon so, Castle belongs in there. Don't anyone say a dang word. Yeah. <laughs> So we got good seven names. Um, so who do you want to who do you want to nominate for line? Nominate I'm, for line. I'm going to throw out to Jane Saloon. 
Um, the club's going to be French. But well, by the time then, we're done, it's going to be French. Who do I want to nominate for the line? Wait a second. Hold the phone. I know who I want to nominate. I'm going to nominate Mr. Ryan Dunn. Why have we not nominated him before? It's kind of boring, but... Well, you know what? <laughs> Ryan deserves to be in there. He's... I'm sure he's a um, delight. Versatile. He can cover a lot of ground. If you need him to go, you know, get late night munchies, he can do that. If you need him to hit an outside shot, I, I'd pump the brakes there. But he, <laughs> he can also be a great teammate, um, very athletic, so he can, you know, be there really quickly. Am, am I losing you? Yeah. Am um, I losing? Okay. No, he, right. he, he, right. I'm fine All with right. him in line. He can be in line. Wait, um, who is your nominee? Uh, Saloon. Yeah, I like Saloon better. We'll put Saloon in line. Yeah. Okay, so in line. So to get in, um, we have Saloon and Dunn and and this list in front of us, except Klingon. He went home. Um, I think Reed or Rob have to get in. Wait, we don't. We're not putting Dunn on just because I also nominated him. I thought we were only picking one, right? To get in line. Yeah. No, we we, we we both nominate someone. Okay. 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 Um, I think Reed. It's got to be Reed, Rob, or McCuller. I think it's got to be one of the Kentucky guys. It's got to be Reed. Over Rob. Oh, man. I, man the, the vibes with Rob are electric right now. Is Rob... Is Reed going to reject us? Because he's like, hey, I can't, I, I can't be out late. I got to like, go... He he just forgot to like even RSVP. I feel like Reed. We, when we did this last year, we said Keegan Murray because I don't want people to think this is a white thing. We know how the acts. <laughs> we said Keegan Murray would be like, "Hey, we're, I, I I can't go to the club. I'm going to go work on my shot." Like he'd be in the gym with his brother, just working on his game. Or well, it wasn't last year. Maybe it was the year before. Whatever. The years kind of mixed together, guys. When you're doing this all the time. Um, is Reed going to reject us, and we're just going to feel deflated? <laughs> like I don't want to go. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, to- uh, how, 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 how about this? We, we're struggling to fill up the green room right now, just because the vibes all around are are struggling. Um, oh, that's what, a good comment from the what, fans. Is what Reed if- have to come with his parents? <laughs> 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 his parents come with is it a three person edition <laughs> i bet they can be part of his entourage I don't... <laughs> an entourage um what if we break our role of only putting one in just as one time in. and put both in i am fine with it are we uh, jumping the gun with putting robin no, we're, we're putting both so in. We're putting smart. both in. We're putting both in. They're okay. they're a package deal because they both come off the bench. They both play in the backcourt. It's like getting a two for one special. So we have to put them both in. All right. It makes it actually feels right to do it that way. It does. It does. Um, they've both had incredible seasons. They're so much fun in very different ways. So cool. I I, I feel good about that. Feel we're good now, about it. We're I now up good to Jacoby Walter, Alexander Saar. Ron Holland, Stefan Castle, Zachary Risache, Nicola Topic, Cody Williams, Reed Shepard, Rob Dillingham. Club is filling up. It will continue to do so as the season goes on. Feels good. Feels good. All right. Good list. 
Rucker, this was a long one. This is a blast. Anything to plug? Um, no, I'm, I, I've, uh, <laughs> I'll have all those videos. I'm, I've got Topic, I've got SAR, and then I'm going crazy on, um, international ground. I'm going to get Richie saloon trying to think of the order. I'll probably start getting then after that, start getting like the G league ignite guys. And there's going to be a lot of them. So everyone likes those videos. Everyone comments on those videos. Everyone says that they should be done better, which is my favorite thing to read. So thanks. And <laughs> well, I mean, um, if you just like tried a little harder. Yeah. If I spent more time on them. Okay, great. My favorite um, is the, uh, the, the video quality comments when it's literally a recording or, or from like ABC. Yeah, it's pretty great. That's fun. Um, so yeah, those will be good. And then I'm I'm gonna finally start get back writing. I got a lot of stuff I want to write about. So um, probably have one on AJ Mitchell. Is still one of my guys that I like. And then a couple draft think pieces I've got brewing that I'm excited about. So make sure if you guys are listening, to this, thank you as always. The chats have been awesome lately. We've been so loving fun. it. And um, make sure you guys check out Metcalf's piece tomorrow. Absolutely. When well, you're listening to this. Once again, I'm Tyler Metcalf. You can follow me on Twitter at TMetcalf11. He is Tyler Rucker at Tyler underscore Rucker. All complaints, please go directly to him with. You can find all of our work at No Ceilings NBA on Twitter and No Ceilings NBA.com. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to rate, review, subscribe. Till next time. See ya.